to the 44th Toronto International Film Festival. You lucky, lucky people. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spore the Warning podcast. This is our Toronto International Film Festival 2019 review of Proxima. I'm Christopher Schneezy. And I'm Stephen Miller. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spore the Warning podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you, except for this week, where we are talking about the things that we caught at the end of the Toronto International Film Festival. This is a review of Proxima. We are just going to jump into the review for you. So Proxima is the story of a French astronaut who is working on um, participating in this trip to... It's like a trip to build a space station in prep for a Mars trip, yeah. I believe, something like that. Um, but basically it is a story of a of a mother who is separated from her husband um, and but has a, a daughter. And it's sort of the story of her balancing motherhood um, with the desire to become an astronaut who goes on this big year-long mission <laughs> um steven miller what did you think of proxima um, so i thought this was a, a fairly minor but quite nice little movie i think it helped that we watched this not that long after lucy in the sky uh, so i had already seen the theme of motherhood and space and like the bigness of all of it and how that might sh like inform your feeling about family and your your role here on earth uh, done pretty poorly. <laughs> and yeah, since yeah. I had already seen that, then I think I was kind of ready for the much more intimate indie version of those same ideas. Um, I think what it really comes down to is I think Ava Green is very good in this movie. I think she she's like extremely emotive. Uh, she doesn't overplay things too much. You really get the sense that she is a kind of motivated person who has been pushing for her whole life to get to this point. But she isn't trying to overstate her case she's not trying to be in charge she's not trying to like assert to the point that she's like dominating everyone else she just wants to be herself do her family and her country proud and she realizes she has sacrifices to make along the way um i think a big reason why this movie got me pretty good even though it it again isn't heavy on the plot side at all is i think the the girl who plays her daughter is just a, a wonderfully like, yeah. adorable actress and we know from Elephant and the Butterfly that, like, I'm a sucker for a, <laughs> a good child actress who can play the kind of uh, daughter-parent dynamic well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think seeing her through the eyes of Ava Green's character, you just feel how much she's giving up and the feeling of, like, what am I sacrificing in service to this journey? Um, I think there are some kind of late-act plot twists that took me out of the movie very suddenly because there's just no universe where that that would actually happen. Yeah, um, or that there wouldn't be consequences. Exactly, for it. <laughs> and, and of course, like the the movie is trying to be about her relationship dynamic, but I, I wish they had chosen to explore that another way. But in in general, I, I was pretty happy with it. Like it didn't leave a huge mental footprint, but I thought it was a nice a nice breather before some of the heavier things we would we would see in this festival. Yeah, um, I do think. Matt Dillon plays his role reasonably well, but his role is fairly stock character. Like, he's basically the guy who, at the outset of the movie, he seems like a bit misogynistic. He seems yeah. a bit maybe xenophobic. He's kind of like the American dude who's trying to shove her out of the group and hint that maybe she isn't strong enough to succeed. Um, 
any character that starts there, you know they're going to evolve to a place that is going to be the opposite of however they're introduced, and he's kind of no exception. But does, he doesn't. Does he evolve that much? He doesn't get a lot. He gets just, and, and that's what I mean. I think he's kind of stock. Like he's hitting the beats that he's supposed yeah. to hit, where he's going to say something nice by the end, right? He's he's going to have yeah. a line about. Um, uh, there's no such thing as a perfect astronaut, just like there's no such thing as a perfect mother. And like, you know, he, he lends a little bit of support where he can, but in, in general, he's kind of like a very two dimensional character and I wish they would have done more with that. But yeah. the movie is primarily about the family unit, uh, Ava Green, her husband and her daughter. And I think they, even while speaking at least three different languages to each other, I feel like they all do a very good convincing job of being like a family who's being separated. So I, I appreciated that overall. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like some of those aspects of what you're talking about. Um, as you said, Ava Green is great in this film. The daughter is great in this film. Their relationship is touching. It's kind. It's, it's, it's nice. Um, this film has nice aspects of it. I think, um, while some of the ending stuff or where the actual story of the film is going, um, while it only slightly t- slightly took you out of the film, I think it took me wildly out of the film mm. kind of a lot throughout the whole thing. Mm. Um, I feel like this film is... It, I, it feels a lot like this film wanted to just set this story it wanted to tell in a NASA scenario. Or not NASA, but like whatever the french equivalent of mm-hmm. or i guess no they're they're I, I they're, think, they're caused the they're leaving from russia but they are going to iss yeah i think so it, it's but nasa certainly involved but i think it's all of these are probably collaborative with the different organizations yeah yeah but they're, but they're it's it's whatever the russian space federation is yeah <laughs> um but but yeah i i think that they wanted to set it in this thing and they wanted to take a story about the struggles of a working mother and how, um, ha- like how you balance work life and um, the the role of motherhood, and they wanted to set it in a heightened job in which there was some sort of like there were there were more stresses that don't exist with purely just your normal working mother situation, and I think that it doesn't. I am never convinced that. Ava Green wants to be an astronaut. Mm. She is an astronaut and she's good at being an astronaut, but I don't see the drive of the character that makes her have to do this fight between motherhood and the job. Um, it, it feels like, it, I mean, like as, as you've already compared to, to Lucy in the sky, like in Lucy in the sky, we see her drive and we see her being like, I'm fucking, I'm a badass astronaut and I am, like, she didn't have a kid in that film, so that's the difference there. But you see her strive and you see her desire to go on these missions and you see her need to be on these missions. And I think Ava Green just is an astronaut. And I don't know that I get that she cares about the mission as much as her character is supposed to be on the mission. Like, mm-hmm. So there, there's, there's a little bit of a disconnect that I think is lacking in the drive. Like, I don't... like. You see her feeling um, conflict over her responsibilities versus um, of the job versus of being a parent, but you don't see her conflict over the desire to do the one over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there was just something that was lacking in the story that really drew drew, drew, drew me in, <laughs> um, and it, it it just it 
I don't know, some, something was missing from the story to really make me latch onto it and be really excited about it. But I was mostly fine with it. It's the final act she does before going on the mission that really just made yeah, me that say, was like, for sure, a miscalculation in the screenplay. Yeah. I think they could they could have had that emotional moment without the the literalness of what yeah. they have her do in the screenplay. Like uh, I'll I'll say where I thought it might be going, and then I'll just bleep it out. Um, mm-hmm. So this is mostly sorry just for Steven. but I thought that she would get mm-hmm. not and then the rock, mm-hmm. and there would be some sort of like. She chose over the mission, but in the end, it's like I thought there might be something like that that it was going for. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Maybe I still had burnt images of the Lucy in the sky. Yeah, from Lucy in the sky. Um, But yeah, that's kind of where I thought it was going. And then it didn't. And then it just did its thing. And then they take off on the mission. It's, it's, It's sort of, it just didn't. I. I guess I didn't see the final like thesis of the film, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's trying to say it, it wants to make the argument that you can be one thing or the other, and in the end, it you don't have to be either or neither. It, it's just yeah. it's just showing the life and the struggle. Yeah, I, I mean, I think like you mentioned, the movie isn't very much about her singular drive to have to go to space, and I think it's true. This is definitely not a portrait of obsession or a portrait of how like you sacrifice all to get to do this. It, it isn't a movie like Lucy in the Sky or First Man where it's about like what would lead a person to have to do this. Yeah. I think this wanted to be more of a like a slice of life character study of motherhood when you have a job that also takes a ton of your time and attention and makes you be separate. And it it happens to be about space, but it's trying to be more of just like slice of life here are the difficulties. And I think the in the credits of the film, they show a bunch of photos of different mothers and their children where the mothers are astronauts. And I think they are trying to say, like, for many people, this is just a job and it must be hard to do this, but somebody's got to do it. And I, yeah. that is like a much more humble approach to making the movie. And it, it honestly, it's like less interesting. Um, but I do think it's still, to me, that still worked. And, and the way I kind of justified the ending or at least shoved it out of my head is I made it be like a flow pro type thing where I'm like, she wishes she could do this. They made it actually happen. I'm going to pretend she just wishes she could do this yeah. and let that be the end of the movie. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. It's definitely much more like meager in its goals and it takes a kind of wild turn at the end that isn't really in line with the tone of the rest of the movie. It, I, I think maybe what I missed from this story would be, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm uh, a man. If I had a child, I would be a father. I don't know... I, I don't know what it feels like to be a mother um, or, or a father. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I, like, I don't, I'm, I'm missing that connection. And right. what the film doesn't do is, is show me that the, the plight of a mother astronaut is uniquely different than the plight of like a father astronaut. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it hand waves it where like people like Matt Dillon get to mostly not give a shit about their kids. Yeah. yeah that's the thing is like when you yeah. see Matt Dillon, you see that like the father's just checked out and he's like, I'm an astronaut. I don't care. Yeah. So like we have bad role models, but we, we, the film doesn't show me that there is something specific about being a mother, which I'm, taking for granted that there is, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm totally on board with that as a premise. I'm just saying that the film doesn't do the good job of showing the difference between those situations because even though she's split up with her husband, her husband or her ex-husband now um, is taking the child while mm-hmm. she's gone for this 
excursion for up to a year or whatever the the the, the trip is going to be. So it's not like she's a single mother who is is dealing with um, those sort of situations. It, it's you're trying to figure out like the film just isn't taking me along on why she is unique. Right. Um, it's just saying that like. Like stuff that I agree with that being a mother is a hard job and like bouncing that between something as dangerous. And that's mm-hmm. the thing too is this film doesn't really deal with the dangers of space travel. Like, Yeah, in- there, there's the conversation a little bit with the, the Tony Erdman woman and the daughter about like how something bad could happen and Sarah kind of like shoves it away and doesn't want to talk about it. But yeah, yeah it's definitely not about it primarily. Yeah, yeah. But like other films are like that like – in in going back to first man again yeah. which uh, sorry but like in first man w- cast members are constantly dying and that the thesis of that film is is this worth the trouble of doing this mm-hmm. what we are seeing in this film is we've nailed space travel space travel's fine mm-hmm. we we're not like we're still strapping ourselves to a bomb to fly out of the atmosphere but we're mostly not expecting anything to ever go wrong unless there's a freak accident um and we don't see people constantly dying <laughs> you know like we we're just seeing people train and um we don't we don't see the on the ground characters worrying that Eva Green's not going to make it mm-hmm. and her having to it, it it's about it it's about time management not uh what if i never come home yeah. and i think that maybe if it focused more on the whether or not I'm ever going to come back and where you, my daughter will be if I don't make it. Um, that would maybe be more resonant with me than, yeah. than what we get. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Uh, one final like comparison that I did think was interesting is Lucy in the sky is kind of all about this thesis that once you go to space, once you see the vastness of everything, the world feels too small for you. Like you feel like you are above it. You need something more. You need something bigger. Everything is insignificant. Yeah. And I thought this movie in a few conversations with astronauts who had been to space before kind of like inverts that a little bit where it says like the real thing about going to space is realizing that the world moves on without you. And all of a sudden you feel small by comparison or you feel unnecessary. Like you realize that we're unnecessary. And I I thought, I don't think it's in the film very much, but like my brain jumping back and forth between that and the last space movie I'd seen, like I I thought that was an interesting uh, dynamic to explore. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Well, what do you say we get to official verdicts then for Proxima? Sure. Uh, if you were going to even say must-see, recommend with a caveat, wait for until, pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? Uh, I'm giving recommend with a caveat. I think it is it isn't a movie that makes a huge impression on you, but that could also be the the problem of watching four movies a day at this festival, is I don't get enough time for one. A movie this small wouldn't really have a chance of sticking with me as long as maybe it would if I discovered it in a lone weekend with nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, I do think it's like, it's a... Uh, beautifully shot the acting is quite lovely at least in the the family triangle i think their relationship with each other is all very nice and gentle you never get the kind of searing melodrama or anything it's all very very real and very personal and for me that made this worth the journey even though it it was not very much about space and i agree it didn't really it didn't explore the drive of space so much as the the pain of being a family where one person's driven to do anything so i liked it for what it was but caveat is like don't go in expecting this to be a, a quote, space movie. Like, space is just kind of the 
the window dressing. It's not really what it's about. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to give it a pass with a caveat. Um, I, I think this film is sweet and it is doing some interesting things, but I think choosing to set it in an astronaut family uh, or a parent-daughter relationship um, and then not really diving in enough with the difference between space and any other work um, kind of just left me wanting a lot. Um, I didn't dislike the film. I was fine with it on its journey. I just um, wanted more. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Well, that is going to do it for a review of Proxima. Stephen Miller, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Uh, People can go to twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com. People can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so in Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. Um, if you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning, Facebook.com slash Warning, and Instagram.com slash Warning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at TheSpoilerWarning.com or you can use the contact form on our site. Um... Yeah, that is the episode. Um, we are going to go take off and record a few more reviews for you. Um, so we'll be see you in a moment. Bye. Bye. This is Canadian content, and it's time we take credit for it. Starting now. Oh, oh. Canada!